0: And you wanna you wanna f- find my thing? Uh, it's the one that talks about dream about my friend Matt who got sick or something. So I'm um, glad you're here with us.
1: Wow, uh, it's all subconscious, people. He wants to show all to himself. It's true. It's he true. It's <laughs> it true. Anyway, we do here. go back, 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 back. And we're back with another episode of the Bros and Brews podcast. You're here today joining us for Weekly Brew number 16, and we're recording on October the 28th, it is a Thursday, and it is currently 2.53pm on this day. And yeah, we're here, we're here bringing you another week, another week where we share a brew, and we pretty much just talk the gab and catch up and see how things are going, ask a few questions, what are we watching, how are we doing, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, And yeah, it's always a fun part of the week for us, so... By the, I guess the first thing to do straight away is to get into Brulette. Uh, and Brulette this week is uh, number 24. And basically, the aim for this, if you don't know and you are listening for the first time, uh, is me and James endeavor to buy the same beer from a supermarket, uh, a canned beer, I must say, uh, in the attempt that we just, yeah, we, we buy the same one. Uh, we have been going for 23 weeks, this being the 24th, as you can guess by Brulet 24 um and yep still hasn't happened there's plenty of uh money in the pot which one of you uh faithful listeners may win one week if we do get that same beer um now you know if if you want to find out how to do that maybe you might have to listen back at other episodes and things like that but uh keep an ear out uh keep an eye out as well for the socials and when episodes come out and We'll see how we go. Anyway, I'm rambling on. We'll get straight into it. But but first thing we do is we just uh, name the style of beer we are having. So on the count of three, James, one, two, three, sour. sour. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is not, guys, this has not happened in a very long time. Uh, we have we have got the same type of beer. Um, so after that, we go on to the brewery. That this brew is from. My heart is pounding. Uh, okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Garage Project. Oh! Oh, Oh, we were, you know what? I was in the supermarket. I had a feeling about a sour. You know, we'd gone back and forth with the lagers and the hazies. I was like, it's sour week this week. Mm. Um... But nevertheless, uh, you know what? I, I, did, I looked at the, cause it's, I always, you know, you've got to pick the brewery. I was looking at the garage project beers and I was like, it's too obvious. <laughs> you know, you, you pulled out a do out the back on a, a few weeks ago and I was like deep creek we haven't had in a while, but, uh, uh, nevertheless, we are both drinking a sour beer, uh, but from different breweries. So James, what are you drinking this week? Yeah. Well, quick note. I, I had similar
0: sour vibes, I I th- mm, I thought mm. I thought there was a real chance you'd pick a sour, and actually I there was a sour that I wanted to buy and it was from a brewery that I was pretty sure wouldn't be in Auckland, and so I went no you know what I feel so strongly <laughs> these sour vibes that I'll go with Garage Project, um which I've done a few sours before but i today I'm doing one of I think it's sort of part of their core range and it's their raspberry cabaret sour it's a raspberry and hibiscus sour. Oh. Show you can I can see the can, can like. just for me, please? Yeah, Sorry, everyone else cool. at home. Well, it's sort of a, uh, a yellow yes, can yes, yes, with yes. raspberries on the outside. Yep. Uh, I won't tell you what the other sour I was going to go for was. Um, now, before we started recording, you sort of expressed fear that the, yeah. the one you'd picked before I'd done. I don't think I've done a deep critic
1: sour, so I think you're okay, going clear good. There, but what have you chosen? Uh so yeah as you said I have a, I have a, a lime sour. I was going to say lime sour but I thought that was a little bit too obvious. So I just went with sour. Uh so yeah Deep Creek it's called Lagarita. Cover um, look i'll show james just for reference Ooh, never seen that before okay good 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 i i did have a fear, everyone uh we obviously keep track with the beers that we're having in brulette but uh we haven't updated the google doc in a few weeks so i was a little bit scared with where we were um but yeah lagerita lime sour from deep creek um uh, you know what no i yes. didn't the last
0: time i did a deep Oh, the thing—the last deep creek beer i did was the misty miyagi oh the Hazy. misty miyagi that was yep. way back in week 13 i don't oh, think okay. i've done ages a deep creek since then but you know okay good when you start working for this long everything starts to blur together so <laughs> i understand your fear um let's crack them open eh have yes. a soury sort of an afternoon let's cheers to you my friend cheers first thoughts yeah it's nice um definitely i mean i can see from the color of the drink it is pink as you'd probably expect a raspberry sort of flavor drink to be um it's nice it's not that dissimilar to what you would expect if you sort of poured a raspberry cordial type situation Mm -hmm. just a little Mm -hmm. bit more sour and yeah uh it's nice it's only four percent it tastes quite light um but very very refreshing i mean it is a really hot day here so i imagine this would be even nicer if we were outside um yeah i I think it's on the simple side but that's not always a bad thing it'll be interesting to see how 330 mils have changed my opinion but yeah not overly complicated i would say probably just
1: so far as doing what it says on the can how about yours yeah mine mine is pretty much exactly the same just not down the raspberry note um yeah it really doesn't give you a lot um like yeah it's really simple and what it's trying to do you instantly taste it and you know it's a sour um but the taste of it disappears very fast um and then it kind of just leaves you know something different in 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 the palate um but yeah, uh, yeah, very, very simple. I'm going to have to keep drinking it to see how, I, yeah, like like you said, how I feel at the bottom of the can. And the um, thing about it, finding
0: sours that are simple is you can kind of put them in your back pocket for people who don't like beers. That's true. part of why I try so true. many sours because Fran doesn't like beers and I've constantly say to her, like, I think you there are some sours out there that you would enjoy. And this is shooting straight to the top of that list.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, look, I, I had another sip because the first sip it was just so hard. Yeah, you, you get the sour straight away and then it disappears so fast. So um, yeah, uh, I think similar to this one as well. It's Because you're, you're right, I've had sours where it's it's so much. You're like, this is a this is a sour beer. But I feel like both of ours are on the same note of kind of just flying under the radar a little bit. Yeah, it's I mean, it's easy drinking.
0: And yeah. it's interesting with sours that are sort of in this realm because of the rise of seltzers over the last mm. six mm. to 12 months i mean there's some confusion with seltzers you know are they you know i think some places there are beer based seltzers yep. and there are some brands that aren't sort of brewed the way that beers are and slap the label of seltzer on it um i've only had a couple over the last year and you know there is literally i think it's garage projects brand is dirty water um I just don't, I'm not sure I understand why people would drink a seltzer when there are sours like this out there, but I guess maybe carbs sort of mm. get into it and the breakdown of a drink. But yeah, this is definitely, I, I can already tell, going to be up there for the, the non-traditional beer loving folks.
1: Um, mm, nice. Nice. Mm, mm. It's, it is Moorish.
0: It's Moorish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I find myself, my thirst has been quenched by it. Yeah, yeah, it, it has that effect, it has that effect. Um, Well, now that we have a beer in our hand, and we continue on, how are you, bro? How you doing? Pretty good, bro. Um, Can't complain.
0: Day not working today, which is nice. Um, long admin list for the day, some bits and pieces. Uh, uh, as I mentioned to you just before we started recording, I've spent some of my morning uh, painting my Halloween costume.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Must be nice to have Halloween. Oh, look. Yes, (laughs) I guess it is.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I guess there's not really... Well, actually, I was thinking, in your sort of flat situation, you could do a sort of Halloween, internal Halloween. Very Um, true. Yeah, so I I, I said to Matt, I mean, last year for Halloween, I've never really been a huge Halloween person, but last year I I dressed up as Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, the sort of... Uh, gin jacket sword look um and last year i i sort of said to myself next year i'll go for the and i mean this if you're not if you don't know anything about the dragon ball z franchise it's probably not that interesting so just sort of (laughs) take a break go to the toilet or something come back in two minutes (laughs) um but i said that i'd go as sort of a super saiyan dragon ball z character because the costume i thought was quite easy it's sort of just a blue Bottoms and tops, and yep. a kind of chest plate, which I thought I'd be able to easily paint. Um, left it too late to order kind of blue activewear online. Started to not trust the delivery time and thought, well, maybe this is out. And then over the weekend, I went to a save mart, which is kind of a secondhand store type place, uh, which in classic fashion had stuff all men's stuff and shit loads of women's stuff mm-hmm. um but then i kind of thought well i mean really what is the difference between women's activewear and men's activewear where well, you come in all shapes and sizes true you know is activewear really i mean clothing isn't gendered full stop but long story short found a pair of women's activewear bottoms that were sort of blue went to try them on flipped them inside out and the color was even better so purchased Ooh. those for a sweet sweet sixteen dollars uh <laughs> then found a uh, a sort of matching ish nike men's activewear top yesterday cha-ching six dollars no that was 10 uh and then finally on my way to boxing found a, a sort of sleeveless i kind of like those those puffer jackets without sleeves yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously not a Catmandu or an expensive brand. Otherwise, it would have cost me more than $6. And a pair of white chuck kind of things. I have white chucks, but I thought, well, I can paint those also for $6. So grand total of $38. Costumes happening. I've been painting sort of the chest plate on the the weird uh, zip-over thing today. It's all happening. And, um, yeah, yeah. So that has been a lot of my day. Um, And other than that, kind of just, just... life stuff creative stuff um have had a couple of frustrations over the last few weeks with uh trying to get funding for projects there been a couple mm. of projects that there was funding sort of expected or waiting on that has not happened uh for various reasons which i don't need to go into but yeah there's been quite a lot of frustration on thinking about getting money for stuff that hasn't come through uh life of an artist uh, but the, the exciting mm. bit of news that you found out last week because I literally got the phone call before we started recording is that I've been cast in a short film, which is Oy. shooting in November, um, Ooh. which once we've shot it, I'll talk about more, but yeah. So I've got something, something creative to look forward to and, in, in our long thread of talking about life as actors and dealing with agents and that sort of stuff. This is actually the first job that I've been cast through my agents in. I've had work kind of arranged through my agents before where they've kind of handled things, but this was the first thing that they sent me the audition for, I auditioned for it, and then got it. So if nothing else, that's worthy of a, a cheers of the old yeah, raspberry yeah. raspberry sour. Yeah, cheers. Um, cheers to you. And that's that's basically it, other than... Last weekend, spontaneously went to Napier. Again, I know, travel, what a dick. Wow. Um, but Fran <laughs> wanted to see her nan and Napier, so I did the Rimutakas for the second straight weekend, f- which was four trips of the Rimutakas, Uh yeah. and I'm quite happy to not go driving anytime soon. <laughs> um, that's me. How nice. have you been, bro?
1: Yeah, good. I'm great. Yeah, I'm great. Like, I, yeah, I, I am great, all all things considering um yeah uh, it's 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 hard not to keep up with everything covid and things like that but i think when you're in a city that's you know has one of the toughest restrictions in the world at the moment it's uh very easy to keep up to date with it um but yeah i'm good look i got my second vax uh, on saturday yep yep so yeah i'm all vaxed up uh ready to go uh with this new system that's coming in place um and compared to you bro i was fine uh it's it was really interesting talking to the woman who was giving giving it to me um you know i was like how are you kind of thing she was like the first one affected me more than the second one um my arm actually bled uh getting the second vax and she was like she was like did that happen the first one i was like no she's like oh okay And then I went back out uh, into the foyer and she was like, how's your arm? Can I have a look? And I showed her, I was like, I bled. And she's like, I bled for both of mine as well. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Just a different dynamic. It's all, you know, varying and things. Um, But yeah, I got home. I started getting the sore arm probably the next day. Um, And I was like, okay, it's coming. It's coming. Um, But all I really felt was just a little bit of fatigue um, no feather, uh, fe- fe- feathers, no feathers. I'm no bird. feathers. Uh, i heard that's a side <laughs> effect for 1%. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I didn't molt into a bird. Um, yeah, no fevers, uh, no runny nose, coughs, things like that. So yeah, I was, I was really good. Um, and yeah, I, f- I feel, I feel sweet as now. Um, so I found that very interesting. Um, also over the weekend, um, we went and saw Morgan's family um for a bit of a socialized picnic um at at, at their um at their fuddy, actually had the barbecue going had some home kill steaks and sausages there was there was apple pie there was carrot cake there was salads all of this kind of stuff so it actually it felt like a christmas mm. a christmas lunch if anything um but it was really cool you know morgan and her sister uh and then also their best friend ashley who's who's in the house also um so and and terri partner, Nick, so all five of us was in, we went in the car up to Wainui, um, and that was a really cool, really cool outing, uh, meeting, meeting the parents for the first time in, in the flesh actually, um, so you know, it's always very daunting uh, as a new partner, um, but yeah, it went really well, um, and yeah, uh, other than that, um, I'm looking down at my notes, you know, just in case I had forgotten anything, yeah. Um, nah that's <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty much that's the that's the exciting stuff that's happened um over the past week nice i mean that yep. sounds like you know more than a dinner a significant sit down feed. yeah yeah it was it was we were all very surprised with how much uh how much we had all brought to the table mm. uh, <laughs> but it was it was really nice, it was really cool, um but yeah, I mean, flat life here really just re- just continues some days, I really don't know what to do, um you know, I've been keeping up with watching you know uh watching people play games on the internet It's funny that flatmates give me slack about it all the time. they come in and they're like, "Are you watching people play games?" I was like, "Yes, yes I am." And they don't understand it. And I'll understand that people will never understand it, but I do enjoy it. Um, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. It, it, it's it's funny with lockdown and and things. And, you know, we're, we're waiting for obviously the new traffic light system that's coming into play and people have to be vaccinated by DHBs and all of that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting one to see how long it's going to take. Um, but obviously hearing all of the, you know, the backlash about the mandates and things like that, it's, it's, it's hard to avoid. Um, but all I really have to worry about is that I'm double vexed, um, for the sake of the people that I care about around me and for myself. Um, and yeah, I just, just got to wait to be told what to do. And that's just the reality of it. Yeah. That was one thing that I didn't mention before was obviously this week,
0: the, um, the vaccine mandate for hospitality workers and customer-facing workers came in, which obviously affects me as someone that works in hospitality and, yeah. and the barbers as well in the barbershop. So it's, yes, you know, exactly. it's interesting that that has just, unless you have an exemption, get on board or find a new profession, which mm. I mean, I'm not going to take the time to, to comment on, but that's essentially, you know, what it what it implies. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, we've got the, the old two... two Jabs,
1: I'm, I'm feeling so, so good, good for it I can feel it coursing through my veins
0: have you been on uh, the sort of map thing
1: where you can search vaccination rate by suburb uh, I see the the Ministry of Health uh, have the the table I haven't seen the map but I've seen the table of the DHBs and where they are with first doses second yeah, doses I'll, and I'll, stuff.
0: so I'll find this thing and send it through to you because you can actually search your suburb and oh. it will break down the first and second dose rate based on suburbs. So mm-hmm. we live in Tai North. So not yes. just Hataytai, Tai Hataita North, which is like 3,419 people. So to the person. Mm-hmm. And you can see exactly how many doses have gone in. So it's really interesting for us to know that 95 plus, because I don't think they, after 95, they just say 95 plus into 100. Uh, yeah. I know that 95 plus percent of people in the vicinity of where we live have had a first dose, which frankly changes my mask wearing habits. Because if I'm walking from my place to my parents' place, which is within the same suburb, I have some assurance that most Hmm. of the people are vaccinated. So yeah, interesting. Go, go and look at the suburbs of where you live and like Morgan's
1: place and just it's you know it's interesting to compare. it's interesting it's interesting, interesting to, to see but I mean that's that, that that's the thing it's all going to come down to you know it's not a nationwide thing anymore it's all going to be broken down into areas and things you know I think it'll it'll be interesting to see you know Auckland may be one of the first places to get into this new system. Uh, because we're just that far along with vaccines in, yeah. in, in, a, in a total. Um, but I also know that they're just going to be moving people uh, when it when it feels safe as well, not necessarily at the right numbers. But man, it's interesting. I mean, look, you're hearing uh, new COVID cases pop up in uh, different parts of the country now. I heard that it's finally hit the South Island as well. Yeah, Christchurch. Um, it's yeah in Christchurch yeah it's 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 interesting it's interesting you know if, if things like this had happened a few months ago it would have been handled very differently and I think that's just it we've just got to keep evolving and keep moving with it because uh it's just the reality of it you know but look as you said we could get into this you know and, and really talk about this a, a lot more fully um but to be honest uh, uh, me and James, uh, we got the top, we got the we're got juiced up, baby. We're juiced, juiced up, up and feeling and so
0: good. Yeah, um, and yeah, we yeah, ready b- to go. Before we get on to question time, I yes, did yes, say yes. to you, I forgot to mention this uh, last week. I mm-hmm. mentioned that after having got my same vaccine dose, I went to the Surrealist art exhibition. Yes, you and did. And one thing I forgot to mention was, uh, and Matt mentioned this on the Fine Art episode where he talked in depth about that exhibition was, coming to the part of the exhibition where people were encouraged to sort of write down their dreams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I thought maybe wouldn't be part of the exhibition because obviously, you know, people writing on paper and then other people coming along and fondling those same. That's oh, true. Paper, good but point. No, it was just honest, normal. When I sat there and I was like, damn, I didn't, I didn't ask Matt what dream he put down. So I couldn't search through the boxes to, uh, to yeah. find your thing. <laughs> yeah. But weirdly, because I was thinking of you at the time I was struggling to think of a dream that I'd had. And then I realized that within the previous week, I'd, I'd had a dream. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know if you got sick. I don't know if you died. But something happened oh. where I woke up being like, I feel a bit sad about Matt. I wonder how Matt's going. <laughs> um, I, I'm i sure you and most of the audience have had that experience where you wake up and you've had a dream about someone mm. not so specific that you, you're like, oh, I had a dream where I... You know, had this interaction with this person but you just kind of you're aware of that mm. you're thinking about that person anyway I'd had it about you so if anyone oh. goes through <laughs> the uh Papa Surrealist Art Exhibition if you find the box that I think says death I think um <laughs> And you want to you wanna f- find my thing? Uh, it's the one that talks about dream about my friend Matt who got sick or something. So I'm um, glad you're here with us.
1: Wow. Uh, it's all subconscious, people. He wants to show all to himself. It's true. It's he true. Wants me, <laughs> he wants me out of it here. It's true. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't actually write a dream down. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, I, I got too invested in reading people's dreams. You were reading the six ones, weren't you? Um, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but S.J. wrote wrote a dream down. Right. Um, can't, can't remember the dream that she wrote down. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I very much did enjoy that part of the exhibition. Uh, yeah, seeing what people are dreaming about because for me, I don't I don't remember a lot of my dreams. Um, sometimes I will if they're very vivid. But once again, it's that thing when you wake up and you're not thinking about your dream straight away, it disappears. Uh, and that happens to me all the time. So yeah, I don't actually recall a lot. I mean, we've spoken about this before and I think that's quite healthy. Let that stuff just sit.
0: Let it just exist. In Let the, it just be the, the sub, there. subconscious.
1: Subconscious is just subconscious. subconscious yeah. I mean, <laughs> exactly. hey, you got sick in mind. I didn't really need that yeah true yeah true <laughs> uh nice 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 well i'm glad i'm glad we're we're both kicking in alive that's for sure um and congratulations also on on getting uh getting that gig oh thank um, you i know i said this last week but do i i you know i think it is very cool for me aspiring i was very driven to get where i am now because of because of you james and so it's nice to see you getting this stuff it drives me to want to get them as well when i can obviously um but yes, anyway, we continue on with the show and we move into the part where I ask you a question, a very random question, um, it's something that just kind of pops into my noggin. Um, I think this might have a little bit of reference to a, one of our very early episodes where we were talking about like our schooling life and things like that, but it doesn't necessarily have to be associated with your your school. Um, I know mine is in particular. Um, But my question to you, James, is what's the strangest nickname you've ever been given? And how did you get it? Oh, What a great question.
0: Um, One of my great frustrations of my childhood was that I never got a nickname, like a a nickname that stuck, that That I liked. Yeah. I think nicknames are great for, I don't know, social experience. Anyone with a name who's... uh, or whether it be two first names or a last name that ends with a J is always great. Like an AJ or an SJ. Yeah. 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 BJ. I'm an MJ, but I never got MJ. Yeah. Anyone with a, a, a shortenable name, you know, really good. Um, so I get, there are a few different nicknames that people do call me now, but none of them I find particularly interesting. Some people call me Jim. Some Mm -hmm. people call me Jimmy. True. Um, Fran sometimes calls me Jay and there've been times I've started signing off some of my emails as Jay after, (laughs) after I've done a few different, you know, if it's a thread, I won't write my name in full. Um, but yeah, James, is not particularly easy or interesting name to nickname. Um, uh, a few nicknames to do with my last name, which were more down the like, unpleasant slash bullying like the yeah. because it's such a difficult name to say sort of definitely like there was some lasagnas thrown in there oh fruitcake oh uh, no uh, <laughs> um yeah I, I don't know if i a, a strange one um do you mean a nickname like specifically to do with my name or just anything related nah, to nah
1: i mean like i don't know fran could call you like honey bun or something i don't oh, know yeah sorry i don't want to get into that, no, that that's, side that's of everything and i won't um, but, i will yeah. not um... no, i mean a, a nickname is however you kind of see that nickname right i mean what what what's the strangest thing that people just i guess call you or d- have called you in oh the past? okay i have one so when i was working at the lab
0: and this is exactly the sort of thing you're, you're fishing for. Well, okay, it's, nice. it's actually a great story. <laughs> so when I was working at the lab, which again, if you don't know, is a cafe at Victoria University. I worked there for the last six months of my degree part-time and then for a year full-time before I went to acting school. Um, working there, a lot of the clientele in the mornings were people that work at university that are admin staff. So people that mm-hmm. work in mm-hmm. finance or marketing or um, for the most part, really nice people. And some of them fit that bracket of the kind of thirty—I don't know—thirty to forty-year-old people that are like quite chirpy and actually quite enjoy engaging with people slightly younger than them. Probably mm-hmm. because they work with an office of stuffy people. Uh, <laughs> and I don't remember how it happened, but there are a few friendships that got formed with really nice people. And generally, they were people that were good for a bit of banter, good for a bit of a gag. Sort of, you know, walk down the corridor and we all pull the fingers at them as they walk past, you know, a lot, a lot flew at the lap. Yeah. Um, but honestly it was all, you know, building customer relations all all done in jest with people that were enjoying taking it and happy to give it back. And mm. there was one guy called Ian who for some reason, I honestly don't remember why decided that he was going to call me Steve. <laughs> no reason. There was no, event that instigated it there was no justification it might have been something along the lines of him just being like you look like the kind of guy that would be a steve and so i reciprocated by deciding (laughs) to call him steve and so for that year we just both called each other steve steve Uh, steve yeah (laughs) i mean my father's name is steven so that's a sort of added wrinkle (laughs) true but uh steve aka ian Turned out to be the guy that I stayed with in Bristol when I first moved there because he was English, had moved back to Bristol in early, in late 2017. And had said to me, if you're ever on this part of the world, in this part of the world, you know, you're welcome to come stay with my partner and I. Took him up on his offer, very kindly. Thank you again. Uh, and stayed in Bristol after I'd found out that I got into Bristol at his house. And anyone that I came across that he had mentioned mentioned me to them they were all like oh you're steve including his partner including every single person at his bachelor party that i ended up going to and i just sort of accepted that you know what to these people i am steve and so yeah i've five percent of my brain is happy to be called steve whenever but it just made absolutely no sense oh and i also went to his wedding and didn't know anyone and people uh, were like, yes. who are you? And I was like, oh, I'm James. i I'm stay Steve. with I stayed with Ian for bit. And they're like, oh, who, what? And then as soon as I was like, uh, Ian calls me Steve, they're like,
1: wow, you're Steve. You're uh- Steve. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes you just have to give in. Give in to your yeah, nicknames. Um, true. I'm glad I remembered that because, yes. Nice.
1: Steve. Um, how about you? That's good. That's so good. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, for me, uh, it's that whole thing with the name once again as you said like Jim and Jimmy uh, whenever I introduce myself people are always like do you like to be called Matt Maddie Matthew I'm like I really don't mind you can just, just use my name um, but in school is where most of my my nicknames came I can't remember like the really young ones but like you said it was probably on the side of like bullying I remember one actually I, I remember it now I, so my name's Matthew Stay and Leech um but I remember probably back in like primary intermediate when I became a little bit of like a teacher's pet. Um they used to call me Matthew Sargent Leech. Um and then they used to run around with uh, going wee woo wee woo, wee woo. So yeah, there was a little bit of form of bullying, even though I was a good kid. Um <laughs> I just remembered that one. Um but my main ones come from high school actually. Uh and it was in year nine and i was like i wasn't like a massive year nine but i was pretty big like i was bigger than the, the you know majority of everyone else but then there were still kids that were bigger than me um anyway uh you know i was very athletic and stuff and i remember we were down uh we were down on the field at lunchtime at one point it was either lunch or pe i can't quite remember and I was doing something. I think I was either running or I was doing hurdles. I might have been throwing something. I can't quite remember. Anyway, I was doing this thing, and then all of a sudden, uh, one of the boys came up and he was like, "Oh, oh, are you on steroids? You're on steroids, eh? Oh, you're on the roids. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, this guy's ro- this guy's on the roids." And everyone just started going, "Roids! Oh, roids on the roids! Oh, roids!" Um, and yeah, from that day on throughout my whole entire high school, uh, my nickname was Roids. Um, to the point where, I can't remember if it was in year nine or year 10, um, but my PE and my, my rugby coach at the time, uh, he was giving out awards of some sort. I can't quite remember what the certificate was for. But I received my certificate and it said Matthew Roids. And... <laughs> <laughs> and i i went up to him and i was like sir uh, uh, why did you put Royds? and he was like oh well, it's your last name isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i was like sir no my, my last name's stay in leech uh, like oh i just everyone calls you Royds, so i just presumed it was your last name um i don't have the certificate anymore i have no idea what happened to it um but yeah, it, it stuck the whole way, uh, whole way through high school. I was I was Roids, um, and I still use it for my gamer gamer tag. Um, True, you days. do. I think I've wondered that yep.
0: in the past.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, my gamer tag. Uh, if you you know if you want to add me or you want to play play anything on PS4, PS5, Royd's Rage. Um, the one, uh, the I is a one, uh, and the S is a Z. And there's an underscore in between all caps, Royd's Rage. Um, so yeah, I still use that for my game and tag because I, I did love the nickname Roids. Um, and yeah, it's because people, my friends thought I was on steroids, uh, which I was not. Um, I was just a big kid and very athletic and very good at things. What um, a weird blend of uh, some classic
0: New Zealand bullying. Yes. Uh, some sort of good natured fun. Misunderstanding, yes. um, <laughs> athletic prowess, sort of awkward, uh, inappropriate, sort of adult calling child something they shouldn't on a certificate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, don't really know how to how to feel about that. On the one yeah. hand, I'm like big guy, that's fine. Sort of makes sense that someone at that age would call you that, but also hurtful. Um, but you've yeah. you've made it your own, and I did, and, and yep. you're last few years by using it as your game attack that makes exactly. so much more sense now because i think i've seen I, I don't know if that's been your email in the past or i've definitely seen that maybe just on you your gaming in the past where we've lived in the same city and i i've definitely always wondered where that came from
1: yeah i think we might have been I, I or maybe we were playing poker one time and i put roids down um I can't quite remember. I can't quite remember. But no, I, I usually when I'm gaming or something, I'll, I'll put I'll probably put roids. But it only makes sense if you really know wh- what it about. Otherwise, people are like, why are they? Call- why is he calling himself roids? Um, but to extend as well, I remember one uh, James, you you, you know, and, and people close to me know that I'm a I'm a hairy man, right? I'm 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 not I'm not a I'm not a werewolf. Um, but you know, I I've got hair coverage across my body. Um, and another one in high school they used to call me was uh, sassy. Uh, cause, uh, you know, a bit of a Sasquatch, uh, oh, people, again, yes, like so, quite a fun nickname, fun nickname in place of something a, not that nice. Yeah, totally. It was a bit, it was a bit of a form of bullying, but, um, I, I, I made it my own, uh, instead of sassy or Sasquatch, I just call myself sass um and yeah it kind of turned into like sas kind of thing mm, so i was like mm. yeah that's cool sas sas uh, anyway that's another nickname that i uh, roids was the one that stuck the whole way through but i remember people that would try and use like sas as a as a thing and i was like no <laughs> uh, i know <laughs> buddy <Bloody> bullying <sighs> It's, it's just unfortunately you know so mean, eh? oh they are they are but i mean i think that's the thing with with bullying and nicknames and name calling and stuff like that it's it is the environment but i think you know for you and me i definitely know when we become parents that you know we will direct our kids in the right way to just be like just just don't <laughs> just just don't do it mmm um, but I can, I, I mean, people always say like character building, all of that stuff, righty, 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 right. I'm not condoning bullying at all, but it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, kids got to kids got to fly, right? <laughs> Trial by fire. <laughs> Trial by fire. Sign everyone
0: with a mean nickname at the start of year one and see how they cope. Yeah, exactly. Nice question, no, man. Exactly. It's, it's nice to, to, yeah. I've always, I've always had that thing where I was like, would have been cool to be like a, or what are there some other letters that just really work for the, the initials? Um, yeah, I always, I always, there was one football camp. I remember where some people started calling me JT cause I looked a little bit like John Terry and I was a Chelsea fan and still a Chelsea fan. So mm-hmm. I really took that on board. I was like, yes, yes. please. I'll take it. <laughs> it does a lot for your, your confidence. Kid, oh, when definitely. You get a nickname that you like and it's <laughs> awful when you get one that you don't. Um. yeah I can't think of I can't think of anything else but Steve Steve is the one Steve was <laughs> a good stu-
1: nickname stupid story
0: <laughs> Steve Stephen Royds bringing you the coming to you from, from Stephen Royds. <laughs> um well thank you for that question my friend nice to have That's something okay. sort of a little bit out of the box yeah. um to move on to to something very much in the box uh in the television box uh oh, what so have you been watching lately what have you been gaming what have you ever been consuming from an entertainment standpoint
1: yeah, well, as you said, I'm uh, not not as you said, as I said earlier. Um, I do love watching people play other games. Um, so on the Twitch, as usual, I won't go into it because I've talked about it before. Um, but and I'll start off with the, the game um, game aspect of it all. What what am I playing? Um, just the other day, uh, just released on I think it's PS4 and PS5 um, is a new game from Marvel in uh, the studios, um, Edios Montreal and Square Inks. Um, and they brought us the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, well, not okay. the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so yeah, they've basically, you know, uh, switched things up uh, into a game form. Uh, you play as Peter Quill, as Star-Lord. Um, yet you still have the, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy team. Um, but you control them individually away from Peter Quill. Um, which is really cool and like fight dynamics and things you can focus on you know fighting yourself but you can use the different characters for different abilities and they do different things um, which is really cool um, but I gotta say the best part about the game so far is the banter is is the dialogue um, the script that they've written for this game is is like 10 out of 10 because um, you know the, the reason we love Guardians of the Galaxy is the kind of banter the back and forth you know drax and rocket peter quill and you know, everything they kind of give um you know Groot just saying i am Groot," um and you know gamora as well it's it's very cool um the way they all kind of fight and bicker and you get to make choices and decisions that affect the game going forward so you know it is very heavily story based um but yeah i've got to say i've only been playing it um, for the past two days um and it's very enjoyable um so that's my that's my recommendation at the moment guardians of the galaxy i was umming and ahhing whether i actually wanted to buy it or not and i, I was like no you know i am because it's it's marvel and i can't consume the marvel movies that are coming out at the moment because no cinemas are open so i'm gonna play a marvel game which is pretty cool um and my last thing because uh, yeah i really haven't been watching a lot my last thing on netflix um is a show called uh, the movies that made us have you heard about the show at all? The movies that made us? Possibly. Continue. Possibly. Yeah, you may have seen it. Uh, third season came out recently, uh, dropping new episodes and things. They're very, very short seasons. Um, but the movies that made us is basically um, about, like, pop culture iconic movies and how they were made. Uh, which is really fascinating. Some episodes that I've watched is uh, Elf, Will Ferrell's Elf, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas... Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, uh, and Home Alone. Watched the Home Alone episode last night. Uh, and it's really interesting. You know, they, um, they get people, uh, you know, that may have starred in the movie or the producers, the cinematographers directors anyone pretty much people behind the scenes um you know producers from massive um, movie studios like warner bros 20th century fox um things like that uh and they basically just they explain the movie from its uh from its conception to how it was received uh when it was released and it's really interesting you know from from someone who wants to obviously you know get into the movie biz or eventually get to you know be in a be in a movie one day um it's really interesting behind the scenes how these movies when you watch them you're like yeah of course that was going to be big um but you know a lot of these studios and a lot of these people that did these movies didn't think it was going to do anything uh and the top you know the changings or you know passing of the guard and you know the the fight back from studios and rewriting scripts and firing actors and getting new ones it's really interesting um, so, yeah, I've been consuming that when we're like, uh, there's nothing to do, let's just put one of these on. So, yeah, very easy watch, but very, very interesting to find out about these movies. Yeah,
0: it's not the show that I thought you are going to talk about. There's some, there's some show presented by some A-list actor, I'm pretty sure it's Netflix, that talks about all the kind of tropes within films and how those... Ah you know, like the Western gun sequence and like the yep. flashback and the montage and how those things have kind of become tropes within cinema. It's not that show. So, mm. th- but similar, I guess, kind of vibe of looking at how cinema has developed, but yeah, yeah. I'll definitely note it, note it down because sometimes it's just not nice to go back and watch you know, how things got, got made. Yeah. Uh, and I've said it before. Say it again, one of my favorite podcasts is one called The Rewatchables, uh, which is a cinema podcast where uh, a group of people go back and rewatch movies often sort of five years after release or 10 years or 20 years and speak about how they were made and the casting process and the people who were meant to be in the film and things that have aged poorly and things that Mm -hmm. have aged really well. Um, Yeah, I think it's always worth sort of dipping your toe back into cinema of the past and and I mean, the whole point of re-watching stuff is that you get to kind of view it through through a new lens. Um, true. Yeah, I'll note that down to my sort of... I guess it's within the documentary yeah. non-fiction yeah. world of things. Very true, very true. Nice. Uh, what about you? What about you? Yeah, you um, it's similar, you? man. Not, not that much, to be honest. I guess a combination of uh, having gone to... Uh, maybe for the long weekend didn't didn't sort of watch any TV on Saturday, Sunday or Monday Um, yeah haven't been watching that much, keeping up with uh, sort of new survivor in Celebrity Treasure Island although yes, not this of course. week course I'm too. oh you haven't behind. watched this week's no no oh
1: mate next week next week's the week so you gotta catch up
0: oh wow the nice thing about only being on three nights a week is that catching up is very durable yes yes um, but in the sort of watching people game realm of things I've spent quite a lot of time over the last couple of weeks 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, watching there's a poker player called Daniel Negreanu who's sort of one of the best mm-hmm. to ever play the game, kind yep. of one of the modern faces of poker over the last of 20 years. Um, he has been doing daily vlogs from the World Series of Poker. Um, obviously, most people who, who know World Series of Poker know the main event, which is the $10,000 buy-in No Limit hold'em tournament, where there's thousands of people and the prize pool. like $10 million. But there's like 50 events at the World Series of Poker, all different games of poker different buy-ins that sort of thing so watching his vlogs where he's competing at at least one event every day sometimes playing at a table in person and playing an online table at the same time and different games it's fascinating and i mean he's a poker pro and i think has won the most tournament money out of anyone ever so you know he can afford he has like a caravan at the casino where he goes for his breaks and he Talks about what's been happening, and he's actually allowed to sort of film hands as they're happening. You know, obviously no oh, wow. one else's cards, no one else's hands. Yeah, yeah they must yeah. have allowed it, and it's fascinating. And he'll go back to the caravan and talk about hands that have happened in the breakdown. And I guess as I try and learn about poker theory, to get better at the game, it's really interesting for him to say like this happened, happened and this person be and this is why I thought they had this and. Uh so yeah, that's been my kind of daily YouTube content. Definitely recommend mm. hopping on it. Um and then the other thing is not uh, screen entertainment but a show. I went to a show for the first time in a while. Cool. Uh Tahi Festival, the festival that I was in last year with the polylog Batch, uh was on last week and I went and saw Farno, which was sort of this year's iteration of, of Batch, so a polylogue, lots of New Zealand monologues from solo shows, all about family. Um and two of the four uh, people in the cast were in the second version of Batch, so made the time to go and go and see them. But the same director, so I wanted to go and see it anyway. And it was kind of nice to s- just sit in the audience and watch yeah. it, but weird. <laughs> um, but it sort of makes you realise. You know, So often when we do shows, it's hard to put yourself in the audience's place. And I just sort of sat there and went, oh, yeah, you can kind of get away with anything, eh? Like, I've got no idea what's going <laughs> on. I just sort of believe that everything's happening. Um, messaged one of the actors afterwards and said, oh, it's really good. And she's like, no, I forgot to mind. So I was like, no one knows. No, th- one knows. no one knows. That's it was great. It. Um So that was really enjoyable. Uh, but, yeah, not, not too much to report um, TV or film-wise. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is uh, – Matt gave his gaming tag down. If anyone even wants to play me on chess.com, my username is JZCL. The four letters, JZCL. Help me up. Let's play some chess on chess.com. Um, undefeated thus far. I think my ranking is like 1200, which, you know, if you're throwing it back to Queen's Gambit, you know, is nowhere near the sort of 2000 plus of, of grand masters and uh, international masters and that sort of thing, but endeavoring to get better. So, uh, nice. I mean, I extend that
1: invitation to you as well, Matt. Uh, I wrote it down. Oh, should I say,
0: <laughs> roids?
1: Yeah, sassy roids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but
0: yeah, I haven't been watching that much, which is not a bad thing. As nah. uh, some nicer weather comes in, it's nice to spend some time outside. I said to do that True. last week. Spent a, an evening playing Monopoly with Fran, which was interesting. A playing two person is a bit different. B, um, I guess, playing with your pies. I think it's the first time we've ever played. Uh, It went from her doing very well and then she made a very misinformed trade and ended up me being $3,500 up near the end where we stopped playing.
1: Um, You would. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's sort of all I have to report.
1: Nice, nice. Uh, Well, I I think that's okay. I mean, yeah, some weeks I'm coming in with bloody lists and lists and lists. It's uh, it's good. You know, people need to catch up uh, with what we're consuming. So Uh, that's cool, that's cool. Well, I guess it's time to review our beers. Ah, oh, yes, of course, the beers, the beers. Oh, yeah, the bears. Uh, do no doubt you drank
0: your three thirty
1: within sort of two uh, two seconds. Excuse me, actually, I'm still going with it. I've been drinking it very slowly. Um, <laughs> how is yours? What do you think?
0: Yeah, it hasn't really changed to be honest, which is not a bad thing because sometimes you know beer will start nice and in poorly. I think this is a really cruisy, easy drinking sour i think sometimes there are sours where i'm like whoa i wouldn't want a pint of that yeah but they can also be more complex and sort of more Mm. interesting i would say that this is not that complex or interesting but it's pretty easy drinking and i can definitely imagine times where i would just want something like this um it's one of the least berry beers we've done on the show (laughs) i would say um Personally, it's. I wouldn't rate it as high as some of the other sours that have been more interesting. But it definitely still gets a high score. And yeah, if you're someone that doesn't really like drinking beer, Raspberry Cabaret, you 100%. I mean, I hate to say it, but you could give it to someone who doesn't drink alcohol. And I don't think that they would know that there was alcohol in it. Yeah. Um, not that I'm condoning that at all. So yeah. I'm going to give The Garage Project, Raspberry Cabaret, Raspberry Hibiscus Sour, a score of... I think I'm going to give it an eight point drum roll. Have a look where things are at. I'm going to
1: give it an 8.2. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah good, good score. Yeah, it's a respectable score, respectable score um yeah look I think everything you kind of just uh said is exactly how I feel about my beer as well I think we've been very similar on that front um I I personally do like sours that have a lot more going on with it the complexity of it but that's because I like beers that are more like the double IPAs the things that are really heavy you know coating the mouth I I like that stuff um but yeah this has been really enjoyable really easy to drink um I definitely don't think it's like my I've had a few Hours before um and i enjoyed those ones a bit more um and this is purely just yeah based on uh i just yeah it's <laughs> it's not up there up there but it's not down there down there um so yeah I, i'm for and for that reason so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give this a, a, a 7.5 right, right in, yeah right right in the middle right in the middle of that um because yeah it's definitely not the worst thing I've I've consumed. This is probably a, a week to circle as a key comparison week,
0: because I might try the one you've had and gone, mm, that's an 8.1 and 8.3, and you would get a sense of where our scales sit yes. in relation to each other. Yep. Uh, so I put yep. a little circle around that for the future. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Nice to catch up with you, bro. Uh good to hear that you're still doing, you know, relatively well in Auckland. Obviously still have hopes and dreams of seeing you uh within the next couple of months if possible. If possible, um, yeah. Yeah, nice to nice to get one on, on the brulette, both drinking sours close yes. but no cigar. Um yeah just nice to chill out and have a have a little chat i guess we should maybe preview next week's well next week's the next episode that's coming out do you want to do you want to hit that really quickly before we sign off
1: yeah yeah of course of course yeah i mean as you know the the way the way that we work we do our weekly brew every week and we we throw in a topic episode uh in between uh every, every fortnightly i should say um and yeah this is this is uh basically a part of our um, you know, defenders, kind of workforce, uh, you know, what we're working for. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago uh, we did Defence Force um, in, in itself. Uh, and yeah, we will be bringing you uh, pretty much health workers, healthcare. Uh, we'll head down a bit more of the, uh, you know, the, the health side, uh, emergency side of it all and um, yeah, just talk the gab about that and, you know, current systems, where it's at, uh, the, the different kind of health workers that are considered in line and yeah, we'll, we'll just see where that episode goes from there. But yeah, if you if you like the Defence Force and, and what they were talking about, then this will be in the similar vein. So uh, yeah, tune in when that episode's dropped. Yeah, absolutely. Very much the part
0: two of, of the trilogy that we wanted to talk about. I think we called it the public service. Trilogy.
1: Public service. Yeah. Public yeah. Service, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But
0: that'll be dropping next Monday. Uh, so something to look forward to. Um, but today has been far more casual affair. Weekly <laughs> Brew 16. Yes. brewlet number 24. As we really do ramp up into spring heading towards summer. Thank you for today, Matt. Thank you as always to the people out there listening. We appreciate you as ever. Uh, we'll catch you next week for another episode of the Weekly Brew. But from Matt and myself, all that is left to be said is so we will see you next time.
1: Peace. I'll be for you to come
0: around, hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground.